0: welcome to Your Daily Pass. We are Courtney Passfield and Fiona Daly. Sisters, mums, wives, multi-business owners and perfectly imperfect. We are hugely passionate about cultivating mindset, growth and self-awareness. Join us in our conversations to inspire. Hey guys, we actually thought we would kickstart our recordings and our Our episode launch with Getting to Know Each Other. Yes. Yeah, we're really excited about this. We are. Slash nervous. Slash very, very nervous, but, you know, yolo. (laughs) (laughs) And one has to dig deep because these questions really made me think. Yeah, exactly. So what we thought we would do is get get you guys a little bit familiar with us since we are the hosts, which is very exciting, of your daily past. And, like, let's kick into it. Do we jump in and we say where we got the name from? Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. So your daily pass. So you will notice uh, the spelling on daily is a little different. A little bit different. That is my last name. Yeah. So Fiona yeah. daily and, and then so the pass is the first part of Courtney's last name. Last name. So we kind of yeah, we've kind of combined our two names there. Yeah. And yeah. behind the scenes of that was for us, it was your daily permission. So this is your daily yeah. permission to listen to something that lifts you up, to inspire you. Yeah, just to motivate. You feel good. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Fill your cup a little bit and get you a little bit excited and a bit motivated in life but then also, also your daily permission to go, you know what, today isn't the best day but here's something that might yeah, you know, make me feel. A I little hear bit... somebody that's you know yeah in a relatable. Worse off. Yeah, exactly yeah. relatable. we are a little worse off state, and you know I'm I'm going to sit back and be grateful for where I am at in life. That's it. That's it. Awesome. So let's jump in. We're going to ask you some questions and get kicked off. So Fiona, paint us a picture of your family dynamic. What do you feel? What do you feel your role was growing up? Growing up. All righty. So obviously I'm your older sister. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. I am the middle child. We have an older brother as well. Yeah. Um, and we grew up on a little bit of acreage just outside a small town. Um, and you got, like, we were a very rural family, I guess. There was cattle and horses and dust and all the things. Um, so for me as a kid, I was actually really allergic, like, terrible allergies to horses, dust um the cattle i think pretty much the joke was work yeah because that, that was pretty was much work. what the <laughs> weekends were all about um and my allergies were so bad that um my hay fever would be really bad my eczema would flare i'd be just i you literally i just could not function um couldn't so breathe. yeah I couldn't <laughs> breathe it was it was not well, not really that fun um so yeah being the middle child and the one that I guess to me I would felt like I never fit in um and I felt like um because I couldn't partake in everything that you guys were I was almost like the letdown of the family so I um yeah, I guess I put all my eggs into a different basket and really went for it because I'm a bit of a headstrong person. And um yeah, I put it all into book smart, like you guys would go mastering or whatever on the weekends and I would read a book. Yes, in the yeah. car or under the tree or something like that. So away from as much aw- stuff. Yeah, as away as possible. from as much as possible with my like stash of hankies for my hay fever. So um and my allergies were actually so bad that the medication didn't work for it. So that's why. Yeah, it wasn't exactly. a cop out. It was that bad yeah you couldn't actually um, physically yes yeah, so I guess I was kind of just yeah I'm the um, the different one maybe yeah. the black sheep if we're gonna <laughs> go that far um, but then I was also then the smart one because I did put so much time into reading and my homework and my schoolwork and strive for perfection in a different area yeah. yeah definitely so you said headstrong is that what your personality was like yeah 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 <laughs> yes it <was. laughs> yes it was slightly heads headstrong and maybe relentless like if it was not my way or the way i thought was the perfect way then it wasn't going to happen at all so yes that and was... so what were you like as a teen, teen or young adult so take us to that time of your life uh, i really have a terrible memory um still headstrong mm-hmm. uh probably even more so because I had like my goals in life and that was what was going to happen right or wrong yeah um yeah what were you doing around that time of your life good lord what was I doing <laughs> oh. I was like at school I don't know <laughs> oh well you were um, a school captain yeah I was I guess I was a bit of a yeah school captain and um I took part in a miscongeniality Congeniality thing that That's I was invited wrong. to, yeah. So I was pretty much a bit of a headstrong one and I had, um, yeah, just my plans and my goals and I always wanted to be a hairdresser in my own salon and that was going to happen right or wrong. So, yeah, that happened and it opened on my 18th birthday. So, so It's no been a while, going, you know, because yeah. obviously I'm 21 <laughs> now and I'm very young. No going to the you. <laughs> yeah, there was, I don't think I went. To the pub for ages because i was worried about how i'd be perceived yeah um to clients and potential clients yeah so you were yeah you are too worried to do that yeah yeah pretty much what does life look like for you now Uh, I am married now so my husband's name is Jesse and he is a builder so we have a building company as well as the salon with you and Jake Um, and then I have two kids so I have a little boy and he's five and he's a preppy and then my daughter is three. So um, yeah, Lenny was born. Her name's Elena. We call her Lenny. Lenny was born with a rare syndrome. So um, I guess in the last three years, our life has taken a bit of a backflip. Yeah, she had a lot of hospital stays and medications and things to try and get our head around, um, and a lot of time with my my family apart. So yeah, I guess we've had a rude awakening as to what's more important in life, and um, yeah scaled back why why podcasting and and why now why podcasting why now right well do you reckon it would be 12 months that i've been saying to you that you should do a podcast yeah yeah i've been like saying to you because we have some really epic conversations and and i guess for both of us our life has changed a lot in the last what are we gonna say six years five five yeah. something like yeah um yeah and i remember i was i've been pushing you to do it for a little while now and I had a hysterectomy at 31, mm. and so I had a little bit of time to sit and reflect because there was not much else I could do. So, and I kind of went, well, instead of me pushing you, why can't I and why not? Yeah. So it's a good chance to be authentic and add our voices to the world and have some really great conversations. What growth would you like to see in yourself from this podcast? From the podcast. Oh, I'm really looking forward to the connections mm-hmm. that will be um, I guess, gaining with people and even just the connections that we're deepening with people, having some conversations that we may not normally have had. Yeah, Um, And then, yeah, I'm just looking forward to being able to be authentic and get myself out there and, yeah, give it a go. Give it a red hot go. Yep. <laughs> what does your support network look like? Network look like? Uh, so I have Jesse is super supportive. Um, so yeah, Jesse's my husband, and then my kids. So they're my immediates. and then there's you, obviously, as my sister and my business partner and my co-host. Yeah, co-host, and co-host. My co-host. <laughs> um, you and Jake and the kids, and then we have Mouse, who is. I don't want to call her our nanny. She's pretty much what makes our world roll. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah. So we have our Mousie, and she keeps pretty much life happening. Um, yeah. And then I guess there's like our work family and our friends and family around here, and it's really our, um, our family that we've created for ourselves. Definitely, yeah, definitely. What um, What do you do for your mind, body, and spirit? Uh, this is something that I'm always working on and I need to put a lot more work into. Um, I do really enjoy doing the Miracle Morning, which is by Hal Elrod. He has a book if anybody's interested and it's just so good to start your morning out right and do some journaling and some meditation and spend some time doing something for yourself, a little bit of exercise before the kids get up and the day sort of kicks in. Yeah. How, um... Oh, what is your biggest self-doubt? My biggest self-doubt, um, I really hate when I don't know how to do things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm somebody that if I don't know how to do it, like with this podcast thing, we've just researched it and researched it and asked for help and spent time, spent a whole lot of time researching. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't like not knowing how to do something, but that's how I move through it is research like crazy and, research like crazy. yeah, ask yeah. for help. What, um, what does a perfect day look like for you? A uh, perfect day would be just the four of us having a nice, cruisy afternoon together. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a bells and whistles kind of person, so it would really be just hanging out together in our yard, maybe under the big trees. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, Okay, Courtney, it is your turn. you got to ask me, so now it's my turn. Ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Paint us a picture of your family dynamic growing up and what did you feel was your role? Um. Well, like that, I'm obviously three years younger than you, like we just sort of talked about, being you being the elder sister. So I do have obviously the brother, Joe, um, who is seven years older than me. Um, That's weird when you say it like that. Grow, yeah. <laughs> seven <I think> years. <laughs> um, Growing up, I suppose, I was very much um, into – cattle and dogs and working dogs and Mm, um very rural very rural yeah it was sort of what I thought I would do for my career Mm -hmm. when when finishing school and everything like that I always thought that I would leave school um you know go and work up in the territory um you know become a ringer um yeah, so and I you was were very, loving that. Like, yeah, were, I, I absolutely whatever. loved it. It was it was who I was and what I loved to do, and yeah, um, I had a particular way of life, and um, yeah, like I was always the hard worker, and I do also feel like I was the peacekeeper of the family. Like yeah. I've also always been really good at being able to calm situations down and, and yeah. Yeah, you're, you're laughing. Yeah. She's coming from the headstrong one. She's like, yeah, yeah, funny. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I suppose I've always been able to, um, I felt like my role was always one of the calming nature and to, to keep things sort of together a little, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. And sort of be there no matter what. And I think that was that hardworking, um, yeah. can't stop until the job's yep. done, you know, like that yeah, definitely. get going sort of thing. Yeah, make it happen. What was your personality like? Um, personality-wise, I think I was probably like a real jovial joker. Um, I think I was a pretty happy sort of kid. Um, yeah, like water off a duck's back. Everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like I could – I was probably a very calm sort of nature. Yeah. Um, so personality-wise – yeah, I think I was a pretty happy sort of kid. I, yeah. Yeah. And what I do think... you think your life as a teen or a young adult? Um, teen, young adult, I think it's where I got into a pretty strict mindset of, you know, you've got to work hard, you've got to push yourself, you know, mm-hmm. like nearly to the work harder, not smarter sort of thing. And like if you're gonna to be tough, you had to do it this way and you had to work hard and and people who didn't work hard were lazy or were this or were yeah. that and you know, like I was a very lot of judgment. Yeah, like I probably I did become a very judgmental like, um, you know, you've got to work hard or you're you're nothing in life and things mm-hmm. like that. So I mean, a teenager I was sort of, you know, didn't mind the detentions at school, you know, that's I was probably a little bit of a naughty sort of kid. Um Naughty sort of teen, and then I suppose I stumbled into the salon, even though it was something that I wasn't. Yeah, you were dead against that. Yeah, I was dead against it, even when you were sort of, you know, starting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was nothing that I wanted to do, and I sort of probably thought it was quite a lazy sort of job because it was in air conditioning, and you know, that's yeah. living a la- Yeah, exactly, and you're not. You know, it's not as physical as what I was used to. Yeah. You know, thinking. I mean, obviously, um, it, it can get quite a lot on your feet. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think as a as a teen and young adult, I sort of definitely had a very strict mindset of, you know, you gotta work hard and Yeah. Yeah, be along those sort of lines. Yeah. And I think that grew a lot of values that today I don't agree with. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to try and change that blueprint. Yeah, exactly, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What does your life look like now in your life? And your um, well, we have three kids. Um, I'm married to my husband, Jake. Um, yeah, so three kids. Um, I have twins, boy and a girl. So I have two two-year-olds and one one-year-old. <laughs> um, it's cool to say it like that, I reckon. No. Um, so, yeah, uh, three kids, all very young, young kids. Yeah. Um, Life now, well, we have the two businesses, so my husband and our business partner have a livestock and real estate agency, and then obviously we have the salon with you guys, um so yeah the three three little ones, the two businesses, we do live out of town, my husband does. Um, and which I do enjoy as well, but we do enjoy the country sort of lifestyle and that rural lifestyle still. Um, Mm -hmm. Although I'm not as involved in cattle and horses and dogs and things like that as I used to be, it is something that um, I do enjoy not having the neighbours and and having that space. Yeah. Yeah, so we live, yeah, just out of town and, yeah, it's really good. I I love where we live actually. Yeah, it's a good spot. So why podcasting and why now? Um, I think um, I've had these goals to to public speak and to step out of my comfort zone and, and things like that. And it was actually like one of those like what's your, you know, list of things to do. And I'd actually written for 2020 um, it was going to be do a podcast. Um, mm. And I it was something that I sort of wanted to do but I'm not – I really, I don't know that, re- you know You know how you said you are a researcher and things like that, like yeah. I'm not and I get fearful of doing, you know, yeah. of doing things that I just don't know. So I, I think it was something that I'd sort of tossed around and I'd, you know, written a few episodes out and I'd, you know, had a huge list of people that I wanted to interview and, you know, you come to me and was like, also, do you want to be on my podcast? And I was like, well, here's all my stuff for a podcast. And it kind of just sort of was like, righto, well, we're doing it. And I think yeah. because you're the type of person that's like, research, learn how to do it, let's make it happen. And yeah. then, yeah, so it was something that I kind of knew that I wanted to to public speak and to get out there and to do things, but didn't know that how yeah, and that where to start. And I think yeah. because... We are in a small town. It was very, like, it's so different. Like, I don't yeah. know somebody personally who's doing a podcast. Yeah. And so it was where do you find that information? Like, yeah. who do you talk to and where do you do all those sort of things? So, yeah, it kind of was one of those things that was like, radio. if you're going to do it, like, make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So what growth would like you like to see in yourself from the podcast Um I definitely like to see that stepping out of my comfort mm-hmm. zone Um I think that's something that I do enjoy doing Um I definitely like to I'm a type of person that likes to strip back layers and get to know truly somebody mm-hmm. I don't yeah. you know like I don't I want to I want to get to know people and see people and feel their feelings and know yeah. and learn their stories. I do love hearing stories and I think that's why I do live hairdressing and beauty because you do get to interact with so many people and you do get to you know hear people's stories. But I suppose from this I want to keep you know broadening broadening my horizons and yeah. you know getting to know people and connection and. And I suppose that's stepping out of my comfort zone of something that I'm, you know, fully can't comprehend that I'm doing sort of thing. Yeah. So what is your biggest self-doubt? My biggest self-doubt, I don't really, I suppose I have like one main one that literally everything comes back to. You know, like my biggest self-doubt is my my appearance and my weight and I think mm-hmm. it's something that it doesn't matter what I do Everything will come back to that, you know, like in my head and, you know, a story that I tell myself and if you've ever watched a Brene Brand or something like that, you'll understand when I say like the story that I'm telling myself is, you know, in my head, I'm like, no, no, you'll never be successful if you're a bigger person or you'll never be this and because I've always seen myself as such a big person you know, I suppose my biggest self-doubt, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, like even in this podcast, I'm like, yeah, but what if somebody writes, oh, like that fat girl, why can she do that? You know what I mean? Like I think everything just like yeah. comes back to that. So yeah. my biggest doubt is like self-doubt probably is always going to grow from that, which is something that I'm working through. Yeah. So how do you um, move through that? Um, I suppose I do. I don't know. What's the easy answer for that? Um. <laughs> Um, self-doubt, sometimes sometimes I think it's the people that I surround myself with and I think sometimes there's nothing like being forced through self-doubt a little bit too. And yeah. I think that's something that why you and I, you know, we've partnered together in so many things because there's so many things that you're like, we're doing this. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. And you're like, what are you talking about? We're doing it. Like hurry up. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, yep. We're doing it. You know, like yeah, so I no suppose so I think it's it's having those people around me that are like, you can do this. I don't know why you're doubting yourself. Like um, I'm 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 going to press record, or I'm I'm going to do this, or no, we're having this conversation, or this is yeah. what we're going to talk about. And so I think it's having somebody that, um, like doesn't have this out that that doubt in me sort of yeah. thing that makes me like, oh, okay, uh-huh. here we go. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> don't get the time to. Yeah. So what does your support network look like? Um, I suppose support network is obviously you know, um, Jake. Um, he's very supportive. In anything I do, he's pretty crazy like that and he's the type of man that I always say that I needed, you know, like he's so different to anything that I've ever known or thought was correct. And so, you know, he's obviously a massive, massive support network and then like that the kid's you know, they're always good to have a little cuddle with when you're not feeling the best. Um, and then, you know, yourself and Jesse and your kids, you know, we do a little, lot of child swapping between us and once again with Mousy. We love our Mousy. Um, and I suppose the family that we've cre- created, you know, in my close friends and, you know, the girls at the salon, you know, we've made a, a family that means so much to me Um yeah, so that's, that's sort of my support network but I, I do actually struggle with this question because I do have a lot of people around me that love me um, and obviously very much care for me but I actually physically hate asking for help. Yeah. Um, so as much <laughs> as I'm like, oh, yeah, I've got all these people, like I – hate asking for help they have to read your mind they have to read my mind so you know that's where I then run into trouble because I'm like seriously you didn't read my mind knowing that I needed help like what's wrong with you so I mean I have an awesome support network and people that are here that would help I just have to learn to be able to actually ask the question which is something that I really struggle with yeah yeah what do you do for mind body and spirit um I do I do quite a few things, actually. Like I like to wake up early and probably do very similar to your miracle morning, um, which is something that I've been meaning to have an actual look at to read what you physically do. Uh, But I do like to get up nice and early. Um, I do love to see the sunrise and I do like to get out for a walk, Um, just kind of move my body and kind of clear out my mind a little bit too. Um, That's probably one of my most favourite things to do. Um, And then, obviously, your day gets pretty hectic. I do like to have a decluttered space. I find that if I have a, and not even a messy house, but, you know, a cluttered house, I I do get overwhelmed. Absolutely, me too. Yeah, so I find I like to do that declutter space, and I I know that I like to go to bed with a clean kitchen if I can, Um, but, you know, life doesn't always yeah. make that happen um I do so our kids go to bed about seven thirty. so you know I normally give myself to time like half an hour to wash up have a shower um and then I'll make a cup of tea and I do like to be in bed you know around eight o'clock and I'll read for a half an hour or 45 minutes depending on how much I'm getting into that book and if I still have a pretty racing mind um I'll try and pop on a meditation or something yeah. like that but um and I also do make sure that I um you know, I'm very honest with Jake and talking about when when I'm struggling or um, when I'm, you know, missing that connection with him, yeah. with he's busy and, and I'm busy too. So I suppose it's sort of being open about those sort of things as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's really good. So what would a perfect day look like for you? Uh, perfect day for me, um, anything that involves a beach really. Yeah, <laughs> harsh, um, yeah I think I, I love being around water. Um, so I, that really calms my soul. So just yeah. being with. You know jake and the kids or very close loved ones and probably out in nature um and not on my phones and social medias and things yeah. like that and being near water and being able to have those few really deep breaths and i find re- around water you do breathe really well yeah, so yeah Absolutely. yeah that's definitely my perfect day been what um, oh okay if you couldn't fail Knowing that you couldn't fail, what would you do? Um, knowing that I couldn't fail, what would I do? Um, my biggest goal, probably one of my biggest goals in life is to own a beach house. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, actually, you said we were buying that together. Didn't yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, no, Jesse was going to build it, but yes. Um he's got that on. So I'd love to buy a beach house, but I would also would love to public speak. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why the number comes to my head, but I was at a Tony Robbins thing, and when we had to really, you know, dig deep and pull all the layers back, the number of ten thousand people. So I Mm. I think it's something that, yeah, yeah. If I knowing I couldn't fail, I'd love to be able to public speak and be on stage and and help people. And I suppose this is, you know, yeah, this is potentially a a way to, yeah, and a kind of a version of working into something like that. Um. So yeah. So I think to be able to be out there and, and give space to others yeah. and, you know, talk and help people, I think I've kind of sort of really worked out that I love, I would love to be able to serve and help and things like that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Well, it was lovely to get to know you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know you some already. Some of those answers I did know. Yeah. Some of them not so much. Yeah, I suppose so it's not until you really God ask the yeah, it's not, particular questions, isn't it? That's it. It's not always the way that. Um, life goes and for us when there's five little kids running around exactly yeah exactly and you know as a family dynamic it, it, you know you and I are very close and that's what we yeah. call for family so yeah we're it's it's been an interesting ride but yeah. I'm really excited to see where this will go. Like, I and think to this see is our be good. own growth as we go with the podcast. Yeah, and, and, and those connections, and probably our connection as well. Yeah, between each other. So yeah. yeah, and I think, um, especially you know, moving through when you first have kids compared to like before kids, how you, yeah. you do lose track of each other a little yeah, bit. So absolutely. this is kind of our sit down version of connecting for ourselves again. Yeah, it really is. Definitely. Thank you so much. That's okay. It means so much to us that you listen to this episode of Your Daily Pass. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, make sure you do yourself a favour and pop back through some of our other episodes. If you're up to date, never fear. We will be back in your ears every Tuesday and Friday. Make sure you leave us a review, click subscribe, check out our socials and share it with your besties.